Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blog Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Masterpiece. And so today I want to talk about the process of self-love. And so the reason I'm talking about the process of self-love and how it intertwines with dealing with your failures, it is easy to love yourself when things are going good, right? When life is perfect, your man is right, your girl is right, your friendships are right, money is flowing, everything that you require and need is there. It's easy to fall in love with yourself, right? It's like, I'm a boss. I love myself. What about you, right? So it's easy, easy to love yourself. But when all hell is breaking, when the when the bad comes and the ugly comes and all hell is breaking loose, the question of the day is, can you actually love yourselves? Right? Because, see, what I've learned is that when you're going through the bad and you're going through the ugly and you're going through the periods of hurt, pain, and disappointment, that's when the test of self-love comes in. Because I can't love myself if I don't understand myself. You know, I wrote a poem and I said that a lot of times that a woman was battling she because there was so so many misunderstandings with her so you know it a lot of times we have this thing where for me it was for me to find self-love and connect with myself it was dealing with the broke lonely angry and horny and then i had to ask myself which one of those are challenging me the most and i could deal with broke right i can even deal with angry i could deal with horny but loneliness is a big challenge for me it is the one thing that bothers me the most out of all that process of being broke, lonely, angry, and horny. It's like, I don't have, well, Lloyd is incarcerated. And then, you know, it. so it, it, being around people, like I'm around people every day, but I'm very much an introvert. I talk a lot, but I'm very much an introvert and I'm not, I'm learning to trust friends now. And, but I, I find myself centering and sectioning off myself to be alone. Um, one of those reasons is because I feel like I have to protect myself, right? Because I have this horrible, well, I have this horrible and blessed habit of putting people on a high pedestal. When I meet you, I don't look for the less of you. I look usually for the best of a person. So I put people on a high and when you're putting people on a high and they knock that down, you start to reevaluate. Well, for me, and I'm speaking for myself, that I started to reevaluate me as a person. What am I doing to one, attract these people? Two, is it really, am I really that bad a person? And three, do I really need to check myself? And the answer was, is that yes, I need to check myself. Because sometimes we will put people higher than we put ourselves. That's one of the biggest mistakes that we can do is that we put our friends, our family, our man, whomever you with, your husbands, above ourselves. We, we, we say this person is better because we get comfortable in it.
right? We get comfortable in saying that it's easy to praise my friends, but when it comes to praising myself, I, I'm in the mirror looking for all the bad things that reflect about me. I'm in the mirror looking at all the things that are wrong with me, what I need to fix, how I don't compare to this person. And so we sometimes we count our failures versus the amazing things about us. What makes us what makes us great? Because again, when we are going through stuff, especially the 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 bad and the ugly, we forget how beautiful we are inside. We think because we go and do some stuff um, that we're just we're just failures, period. Like straight up and down, we're failures. And I'm failing at this. I'm failing at this. I'm failing at love. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, and just be transparent. Last night was a tough night for me. You know, I was in this, I, I, and I was in this room, and I'm trying to write this love scene for Blah Diaries, and I couldn't do it. Not because because I wasn't feeling it. Um, and one of the reasons is, is because again, I'm battling this loneliness, um, and I'm debating whether to stay or go with someone. Let me be realistic. I am battling whether I should just wait for this dude or should I, should I just escape and get my life? Cause I find myself waiting and feeling disappointed every day. Um, and that's just the God honest truth. And, and so it took a toll on me yesterday. It hit me hard. Like I'm always waiting for folks to get that shit together. Right. I'm just waiting for folks to get it together. Well, she'll do all right when she get it together. He'll do all right when he get it together. She'll do, somebody is going to get it together and folks are not getting it together. And so in the process of self-love, I, I believe that you have to let go and stop waiting for folks to get it together. Because sometimes we wait for people to change versus changing ourselves. Like if, if he just see me as beautiful. Well, what if we changed the language and said, I'm going to work on me. I don't know what you're going to do, right? Love you, but love me more, right? So I'm going to sit and I'm going to not dwell in the fact that you're not here, dwell in the fact. And the one thing for me is, is that I stayed very ambitious in this process. I was like, listen, I don't have a man. Uh, you know, I I have a man, but I don't have a man because he's incarcerated, and it's a different it's a different cup of tea to drink, right? Because you love him, but you out here, and especially when they're not doing right for themselves, it takes effect on you. It takes a toll on you. Um, and I have to be real. It it takes. I can't speak for anybody else. You know, we have glamorized. Um when a woman dates a man incarcerated, they make it to seem this beautiful love story. And when he comes out, he's running and he's prepared and he's whole. But in reality, he's going through some ish up in in prison and you going through some stuff out here and there's some animosity and there's some resentment and there's some pain, especially on the woman part. And it's on the men part as well. Uh, but for me, there's some resentment. It's like, get your ish together, right? Um, but in the process, I didn't hold myself back. I decided, I held myself back from dating and all that stuff, but I wanted to be whole, not just for him, 
but for me. So in the process of self-love, you have to deal with the biggest issues that come. And my biggest issue was was loneliness, right? Because I'm not comfortable in trusting everybody. Um, and, and I'm not comfortable because, again, I put people on a high pedestal. And what I've learned is I put these people up here and they've taught me that they're going to knock themselves down in my book. And once you knock yourself down, it's pretty hard to climb back up to the top with me. So I'm in the process of putting myself on top. That going forward, I would become the head of who I am and say Tamara is the bomb, right? Because I sometimes, you know, and I'm going to share this. When I was a little girl, I had gotten my hair done. Um, I got my hair done. My mother had straightened my hair. I had this beautiful hairstyle and I had this nice dress. And I remember saying to somebody, somebody was like, you look beautiful. And I said, I know it. Well, I got my ass toe out the frame by three different family members because, and it not, and I, I know it took effect on me. And, and I know because my mother was like, you're bragging and you're being conceited. And my cookie was like, well, your hair going to fall out because you think you're better than everybody. And it wasn't, I guess for them, they wanted me to humble myself. I get it. But it, in the process of teaching me to humble myself, it took away my self-esteem. It taught me that I shouldn't appreciate myself that I shouldn't celebrate on myself, that I shouldn't love on myself because that would make me conceited. And I didn't realize how much of an effect it took on me until I really did some, I was up last night working on this and I wrote for a character, my character Zenobia. She said, I was always taught to hate myself. I was always told to put myself to the back burner. So now here I'm in this present moment trying to a love and somebody's telling me or people are telling me it's wrong to choose you. And I knew that was exactly the words that I felt because so often when I want to choose myself, I choose my family, I choose other people and have they have absolutely no clue. You know, you have to realize that you matter. All right. Um, that in the process of self-love, that takes years of training. Doesn't happen overnight. You don't learn certain behaviors by it just you gonna wake a girl, love yourself. Because people have a play a role in it. Your parents start off first, and, and that moment defined how I loved myself. I was like, oh, if I say something nice about myself, I'm a, and it, and it's I know it's crazy, right? But it's the truth. That beat those beatings, told. I mean, literally, I got beat for that. But I, I felt at that moment, at that moment, at that time, I think it was about thirteen. I was at my most confident. I probably was more confident because I was I was smart, right? And I was I won an award. I felt good. And when I was like, I know, they, they, and I know the process was to say, just say, I say thank you. But for me, 
It was it went deeper and something you don't even realize how much certain things can change you. So after I got that beating, I was like, I'll never ever <laughs> I will never ever say I know again. I will never feel confident about myself. And I know um that may sound weird, but it does. It sticks with you. So I chose not to be confident anymore. I chose and I let that power over overpower me. That lived with me for the, my entire life. Like it was like I'm 44 years old and I realized that for 44 years, for, uh, well, let's just say for 21 years, 21, no, 31 years, I'm sorry, 31 years, it affected me. Because every time I wanted to say, oh, I'm confident, oh, I know what I'm doing. Somebody would remind me of all my failures, right? Or I would allow them to remind me of my failures. And that that beating of don't be too boastful, don't brag. And it wasn't that at the time, I don't think I was bragging. I just was confident. I was like, yes. And in the process of self-love, you do have to be confident. You have to know your worth more than anything else because I'm telling you that people will steal it right they will remind you of all your failures they will remind you of all your fears they will love they will love to remind you that you're inadequate for certain positions certain places certain people they will say listen you just don't fit in so if you don't have a self-awareness of yourself and a like of yourself those words will penetrate and they will become what you think and don't and please believe please believe you're going to find i don't care how many people somebody saying something negative about you somebody not liking what you do somebody saying whatever so if you don't have a high level of self-love it's gonna it's gonna break you and that's, again, it's a process. So I had to realize, I understand my ugly. I understand my bad, right? But now I need to understand the good of me. What makes me tick? What makes Tamara work? Because a lot of times, a lot of women are not understanding what's good about them. It's, the side of, it's one of the side effects. I said a long time ago, um, and yesterday that black women are one of the highly disrespected race. We are just disrespected on all levels. Very rarely, if you look in social media and any of these other things, sometimes you'll have people, a lot of people saying our melanin is popping and this and all these great things. But there's a large, vast amount of people who tell us what's wrong about us, what's broken about us. And it sticks. See, I, I, if you don't understand yourself, then everybody will define you. So let me say that again. If you do not understand yourself, other people will define you. They will put definitions on you that, and you will live by their definitions. So in the process of self-love, you have to, one, understand the definition of who you are. Number two, connect to the purpose that why you're here. Because, again, folks don't always understand why the heck they're here. Number three, and this is critical, check your, check yourself. 
check yourself. And I say this because we want to rely on people, right? But sometimes those people may not be there. Check yourself. If you need help in something, don't be afraid to ask. And finally, you got to make the decision. And, and, I, and that's what I'm dwelling with right now is making decisions on whether or not what is right for Tamara. Because if you live your life trying to figure out what's right for everybody else, you're not always on everybody's to-do list. And it's not on purpose, but sometimes it's a large amount of times it's subconsciously. But folks are centered around me, me, and me, right? And that's fine too. But if you're not on your to-do list, don't expect other people to put you on their to-do list. Too many folks be having checklists and they, and I, and I, I, I did it. I did it. I did it a lot. So I, I'm not here. See, I can't preach something that I haven't been through, but I can preach this. I have on so often of times noticed that I was last on my list. And we get mad at myself for putting me on my list. Girl, why you need to get your hair done? Girl, why you need to do all this stuff? Girl, why you need to go and run? And you ain't did absolutely nothing for yourself. You haven't did you haven't did nothing for yourself, but you have done everything for everybody. And then because folks are selfish. Folks don't care if you haven't taken care of yourself. It's not on purpose. But they just be like, I was just wondering what you was going to do for me. Now, oh, you were sick. Girl, I didn't know you had pneumonia. <laughs> you was working for me. You should have took care of yourself. People don't care. We're not in this world of people caring. I mean, and there are people who care. They pretend to care. But in actuality, they want you to fulfill the requirements that are requested for you, requested of you. So <clears throat> you have to do it. So I learned that if I'm going to be on a to-do list, I'm going to be on Tamara's to-do list. I'm going to do what's necessary for me because I can't give you anything broke, lonely, angry, and horny. I just can't. And so my conquest is that I got to stop, especially with lonely, fear fear being hurt um the purpose of me staying this time with Lloyd is to actually see the end result um and I said that to someone that I hadn't really fully given him a chance but I feel like I feel like I'm working on a on a wheel and I don't want to be on that wheel so I had to you know question some things and question myself, is it my fear of failure with him? Because you want to be happy. I know I do. But a lot of times we think that happiness is being a ride or die chick. But everybody got to be on the same motor. So like, see, I know that cars can only be steered by one person. Right? But when that car breaks down, I need somebody to push me. Right, I need you to push me, and let me give. And let me be honest. Lloyd has been one of the motivating factors of a lot of things, and so it's probably why. It's definitely why I'm staying. But in another breath, the disappointment is heavy. 
it's a heavy it's a heavy weight that this because I deal with disappointment on a daily basis. Let me just say that, right? And everybody does. Everybody gets disappointed at least one time a day, right? I believe that. Um, and so when you're loving on someone and you're caring for someone in a sense of with your heart, mind, and soul, and it seems like they ain't got their ish together, it, it, it resentment sinks in. And then you like, if I leave them, then I'm failing. So then I didn't fail in another relationship. And so that fear of failure comes in. But in the process of self-love, you understand that failure is how you win. Right? Failure is how you win. Because, and I know people like that, it doesn't make sense, but it does. In order for me to understand what's going on in my life, I had to fail at something. Right? I'm I'm good with the good. If everything was good on a regular basis, I would not learn have learned the lessons that I've learned today. See, I'd rather fail at something and understand the process of it and understand why I failed so I won't make the same mistakes. See, when things are looking peachy king on a regular basis, you never ever get the process of now I can love myself a little differently. Now I won't tolerate that. Now I won't do that. And now I will be better at this the next time. I will look for something that is fulfilling and, and rewarding for me. So guys, self-love is a process. And I learned and today this conversation really came up uh because I was listening to Jada Pickett Smith and um she said that it's true. At 24, 25 was a hot mess. My 20s was a hot, hot mess. It was so broken. It was so bitter. My 30s, I was just lonely with a relationship. In my 40s, I'm still struggling with loneliness. But And, I, and I'm being real because I want to keep inspiring somebody to say to you that don't feel ashamed because you're dealing with loneliness. All right? I, 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 I just don't want you to be ashamed. I want you to confront it. What can I do to change it? How can I learn to trust people? Because a lot of times loneliness is about trust. I don't, <laughs> no, I can't chill with her. I don't trust her like that. And then it's fear. Loneliness is just that if I let you, for me, is if I let you in, are you going to disappoint me? I, I just recently made a new friend. And I told her um, last week, I was like, girl... I said I had a tattoo that said no hashtag no new friends and we've been uh, we work together but uh, work on some projects together but I found myself we just started hanging out and talking on a regular basis and seeing that we had so much in common um, about certain things in different in situations and I was like mm -mm, I'm not putting her on a pedestal I'm watching her with a close I, and she probably is feeling the same way because of whatever. But for me, sometimes you got to let that guard down and just really be careful. So I, I didn't put her up here this time, right? I mean, I, I'm not knocking her down because she's a, a wonderful, amazing, ambitious person. But I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, Tamara, build this relationship. Build it and make sure that you're building it in a truthful heart and that you are not afraid to just being yourself. And this is probably the first friendship that I'm actually 100% myself. You either like me, and, and that is what I'm learning. 
more than anything is a hundred percent in self-love is be yourself people that people are either going to like you and accept you or they're going to fire you real talk i i can take if somebody likes me just for who i am right i tell people all the time what my issues are and now you that's how you get authentic relationships because i this is me bare boned Yep. And either you're going to like me or not. And even in my relationship with Lloyd, I had to be, you know, someone was like, well, you know, he's in the box. You don't want to hurt his feelings. And I'm like, I can't. I'm just going to be how I feel because I'm not trying to hurt his feelings. But we can't have a resolve if we don't understand the problem. So let me say it again. We cannot have a resolve if we don't understand the problem. So I'd rather put the problem on the front for it, right there, out there, and deal with it while he's up in there than to have him come home and those issues spill over. People do that all the time. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. My name is Tamara Brown. I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny turning my mess into a beautiful masterpiece and i know that's not but it's the truth it really is the you follow me on twitter at tam loves to write you can follow me on instagram tam loves to write 39 guys i want to thank you so much for listening um today walk through the process of your self-love know what you will tolerate know what you will accept and know what you will let go have a good day bye-bye